Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 130. That is 130. It is the ENS Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here at 12.03.0003 a.m. At Molyneux, again, four days later from our last one, with Mr. Timothy Spierzo! You done? Yep. I got to lift the tempo. We've, we've, we're troughing at this moment in time. It's been a long, it's been a long evening. I need to, to raise the spirits. Only four days? Uh, Thursday night we did it, so Friday morning. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days, we're back again. You look absolutely devastated. I'm just tired. <laughs> you are tired, generally. I tell you what, judging by the, the post-match video that you've just delivered, you, you, you're tired and, and you're ready to leave. This could be X-rated. I mean, I tell you what. I don't care anymore. He's, he's, he, ladies and gentlemen, care. Tim Spears, I, I never thought, a very professional person that he is, um, I had the pleasure of working with him over the last four years. He has officially checked out Don't of this position. Wow! <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, God. Some of the stuff he said in the post-match vid would be struggling in the podcast. I mean, I've, I've, I've published it. I don't care. I'll bury it. It's going to be a fun last week, isn't it? It's going to be a fun last week. Yeah, you're going to call people out. or You've, you've been, you've, you've had some really, you've had to, you've had to just kind of like, Keep it all in for these last three or four years. Who the, who's the person you're going to call out? I mean, you said you were going to throw coffee over me this this evening. <laughs> you're, you said, well, you're a moron. What, so you, what are you talking it. about? You uh, you put five sugars in my coffee for a prank. Well, mm, like some kind of. See, the sad thing is, some and kind the, of awful jackass. The un, the ungrateful. What you are, actually. The ungrateful. <laughs> See the ungrateful person that you are, and I've consistently made you coffees, and, and I've I've not only gone to you know comfortable cafe uh, um, um, areas to to fill up in press rooms, but I've also had to crawl over seats. I've had to go around stadiums at half time to try and get you your coffee, um, so that you can at least cheer up from the from your from your normal um, sad and 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 frustrated demeanour so at least you can raise your spirits for a nice post-match video and uh, you always complain no matter the lengths that I go to that you've got no sugar so I'm like right I'm going to put some sugar in this guy's coffee tonight he's going to be happy I'm going to stir it it wasn't five it was about nine it was about nine <laughs> it was undrinkable <laughs> it was It was That's... really it was that bad sweet I thought about having quite a lot to really perk me up mm. for, for, for the rest of the night but yeah. it's, it's a running joke right I always type up the first half of the match at half-time, match report, three, mm. four hundred words or so, work throughout half-time. You and Joe Edwards, <coughs> you've got, you got sod all to do. Wow. So, so you always, wow. always go and get coffee. It's and, unbelievable and, and scenes. Thankfully, you always make me one, um, and I always moan about the sugar. Always content. moan about it. <coughs> I don't know why you should cut down on your sugar anyway. Uh, I'm more of a, sweet, a sweetener kind of guy normally. A sweetener, okay. Um, someone's just sent a nice little uh, tweet saying they're watching our post-match video. And then we've popped up on the telly. Oh, God. Of, I think we're on Sky Sports as, as we speak. Oh, did that documentary go out tonight? Yeah, it did, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I apologise. That is, that's a door whammy for someone. There's some wife who's waiting for his, where his husband to go to bed and, uh, and all they can see is me and you on double screen. It's not great, is it? You're making squealing noises. Uh, um, how are you? Decent weekend? Uh, What'd you get to? Uh not much, really. No, 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 no. no. Quite, no? quiet, quite quiet. Really? Uh, well, my whole life is is dominated by football. I feel like I've done half a season, man. Oh, is it, yeah, you know d- I mean? d- definitely two games in. Are you kidding me? Two games two, in. Yeah, two, two games, my yeah. ass. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, here whoa. we go. Whoa. Yeah, with China, yeah. Armenia, yeah, Belfast, now Turin. Yeah, lots of games. It's been non. How many games have we? How many games non-stop. is it now? Stop. Two, two in China, four yeah. Europa League. Two yeah. leagues. It's eight already. Eight but already. It's just the travel. Yeah, it's the travel. Yeah. It's been. Uh, it's been. It's been exciting. It's mm. been an adventure. I hope it continues. Damn right it has. Um, I really. I'm very worried that the Europe adventure might end this week. 
Um, I thought you were confident. I, I am, but I'm just worried. They've got a good You're team. Something like Joe Edwards. They've got a good team. Why? Because Joe Edwards has done some pen picks and looked pretty decent. I haven't seen those yet. All uh, right, yeah. decent. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a um, really exciting week and but yeah a, a big week. Wolves are in fine fettle. They are and apart I, from the first half tonight. And I think they will progress. But yeah, we we all hope this European adventure continues, and we've got lots of other crazy places to go to. Yeah, they're gonna have to play dumb side. Where, 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 where do you want to go? Where do I want to go? Yeah, because so if Wolves beat Torino a yeah. week a week tomorrow, as it'll be as your no. A week and two days away as you're hearing this. Yeah, yeah. The draw is on the Friday for the group stage, so it's the day after the Torino second leg is the draw for the okay. group stage. So Time, so if, like, like one o'clock-ish? Not sure, they have been so far. So if Wolves progress, we'll know the next day where they're going. Right. So where do you want to go? Oh, goodness me. So the Champions League team is the third place ones come into the group stages, do they? The, the, the guys who get knocked out of the Champions League qualifiers will, will start coming to them, like Celtic are one, for example. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't mind Celtic, I mean, to be just, honest. Just pick a country, really. No, I'd like to go to Celtic. I've never, right. never, been, never been there. Yeah. Never been Celtic there. Celtic would be great. I would like to go to Norway. I'd like to go to Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah, me Sweden. too. Yeah. yeah, I'd like a bit of Sweden. Yeah, I'd like a bit of Sweden too. Um, <laughs> a bit of Latvia as well. <laughs> um, don't fancy Romania, though. On that uh, no, no, Romania's all right. I've been to Romania. Have you? Yes, yeah, I would book a rest away in Middlesbrough. We uh, lost... 2 1 there and won the 1 4 3 in the um, nice and, and, and oh yeah, it was, it was superb. Enjoyed it, Do enjoyed you know, it in the riverside. Bit of a random one, yeah, hit me. I'll take Moscow, Do, really. Yeah, mm, yeah, no, Moscow Square's supposed to be nice, isn't it? Yeah. Big square there. I'll, I'll take I'll take Moscow, lots of funny hats, Moscow, Scandinavia. Thing is, once you start getting towards all, I don't go to Cyprus and places like that. But, well, certainly not because the, the weather becomes less relevant as you're heading into autumn, winter. True. So you're looking for nice little picturesque jaunts, aren't you? Iceland. Is there any teams in Iceland? I don't think so. That would we be could good do a little uh, little video. I know. Oh no! Don't don't. This is the penultimate podcast, by the way. Episode one three zero. I'm sure people listening to it are quite happy with it, thinking the standard's gone downhill over the last two or three. Um, but we, we will be having a last last podcast. We'll be releasing details about that very special podcast in due course later on in this this poddy. Um, I got an email today. Oh, saying someone came to reception today. Um, oh. Sadly, I wasn't there. Okay, and, and you went in today, either were you? It was not. Tommy. 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 No. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy was in. Tommy, you're joking. He was here tonight. I can't. I don't believe him. I've got no means of contacting him. Um, Tommy, if you're listening, wow. And you hang around Wolverhampton for a few days, maybe if you, if you hang around for Burnley. Yeah. Come and say hello. Or you're leaving. Do where's that I, again? I, I, Where does it start? <laughs> How <laughs> nice would that be to have a little? We could record a little segment with Tommy. For the last one, maybe, if he's around for a bit. Well, I love I love that you're saying that, but it's not going to happen, is it? I don't know. He could be here for a week, you never know. You see, Tommy's, Tommy's gone off the radar, and people who have been listening to the podcast for the last few years will know that Tommy was a big part of this podcast. Yeah, if you were, if you were here when we were a bit crap, then yeah. you'll remember Tommy. Yeah. He was a regular feature. He was. Lives in the Island Islands mm. um, in Scandinavia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. next to Finland. Yeah. A country we'd never heard of, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden... We we saw that he was someone was listening from the Island Islands. Yeah, which podcast, was incredible. And we put out a call out. Who is this guy? And he got in touch. And yeah, it was um, lovely, regular feature. And we used to, to take the Michael out of him every single week for being such so backward in his country. And they've just seen Greece too, and you know so stuff stuff like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, like I said, I think they just they just what? they take a while to get. Um, you know some of the shows that we get over here I think that's absolutely fine but to be fair they did get The Lion King recently <laughs> not the new version yeah, the old yeah, the original yeah, yeah. the original yeah, just yeah, come yeah, out yeah, in the yeah, Island yeah, Islands just trying to Google when that first came out but I couldn't 94? get a date well, 93, 94 I think yeah when you were, you were 15, 16 then I love that film I paid to watch that film very recently I ordered it on which mean you pay to watch everyone pays to watch oh are you, one, are you one of these people literally nick everything pirated no, 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 not at all. I, I, you say are you, you say you paid to watch it. Well, what are you supposed to do? But the original Lion King, not the new one. Oh right, what recently? I bought you... it on the PlayStation Store. Because wow. <laughs> I really wanted to watch it. What on your own? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah, I think I was on my own. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. Have you not watched it before? Yeah, but I just um, I, I've been listening to a lot of Elton John recently, and I just re- just got me in the mood for it. Oh, wow. 
This is terrible scene. No, because I saw, you listen to a lot of Elton John. I saw, and the, you... I saw the Elton John film. Great film. Never seen that yet. Great film. Is it? Much better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Really okay. liked it. Okay. And he's got loads of hits, you know, Elton. Oh, our Elton. Done all right, uh, only for himself. He's a lovely man. I think we got on really well. Mm. Um, so I just... Uh, and obviously he did a couple of songs in Lion King, so I wanted to watch it. A couple of great songs, all-time songs, probably his best songs, best work. Circle of Life. I mean, I still have a tear when um, when Mufasa's left down in that, you know, in the trenches. Heartbreaking moment. It's a heartbreaking moment. It's quite sad, actually, Lion King. It is, it is sad. It's laced with tragedy. Yeah. Um, any kind of, Anything you took away from that, from the movie? Hyenas are bad. Yeah, true. Um, don't, don't go to elephant graveyards. Yeah. The the two the Pumbaa is funny, isn't he? Yeah, I didn't really um, like him in the in the three D one. Did you have seen it? The new no, one? Have you not seen the new no version? No interest in seeing that. Um, it was it's pretty much exactly the same word for word with a few few funny quips in there that changed it. But I mean, it was fine. Like I don't like them doing all this to the to, to the classics. Just leave them as they are. Move on. Do something different. Yeah, I agree. I really want to see that Tarantino film, but it's getting bad yes, reviews. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, Josh Power name check from uh, from the Wars Media staff really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Thoroughly enjoyed no, no, it. Tweeted last night. It's probably not great then. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he said, said, said it said very much enjoyed it. Enjoyed this. I think I think Josh because there's so much good work. Um, a lot a lot of the fantastic videos that you see. Um, Josh is Josh oh, is quite big Just because I'm leaving doesn't mean they're not going to still going to give you access. It's <laughs> fine. Come just on. Just saying that he Bloody would probably hell. appreciate a Tarantino film. <laughs> What? Sounded nice of you just sucking up to Josh Power there. You're, you're the one. You're the one who's got to get the interviews because no one's going to let you in the bloody <laughs> building. I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. You're always going to be knocking on from the outside, looking in. Um, he, he'd probably appreciate the cinematography um, of the way it's filmed. However, Carl Kimi, who replied straight away, um, said it was terrible. Okay, right. Thanks for that. Straight talker. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to see it. I love Tarantino. Yeah, I love F- favorite favorite Tarantino film. Inglorious Bastards. Really? Really? Yeah, I think Not so. Not a bit of Pulp Fiction? Yeah, all-time classic. I've just probably just watched it too many times. Mm. You're listening to the Ines Wolves oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> Sorry. We're 12 minutes in. Let's talk some... Let's talk well, some... Hang on, what's your favourite film of all time, just while we're still there? Uh, American Psycho, Christine Bale. Or, or the Lord, Or Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Right, okay. One, okay. Of, one, of, one of those two, I'd say. Not bad for you. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. I, I, I've not mentioned this podcast before. Um, First date I ever had with a missus in San Diego when we watched um, American Psycho. In the, Put film, it on. in the cinema? No, no, mine. The, your first day was at yours. Yeah. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the sound of the door shut. <laughs> Left me on my own. <laughs> how, did, uh, how, did that, how did that happen? How did that come about? Well, I kind of went my way with my with my English accent and said, you know, to come round, I'll do some cooking, I'll kid, watch a kid, movie. Kidnapped her. Uh, she, yeah, she was. She, she, she got Stockholm syndrome. I, well, I kind of went. I kind of went. In, years, she won't mind me saying this, but I was, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, British guy, you know, will entertain the girl. She's a good-looking girl. She comes round, cook a dinner, use the accent, and then you know. So how did you meet her? Around the corner, um, she was at a bar. Um, with some of her friends and I just kind of like moved on across. I was with my ESPN peeps and uh, wandered across and said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could resist? Yeah. Anyway, so I went, in, I, went, I, went in for, I went in for the old tongues on the, on the first day afterwards. Right. And uh, she... And on, she what, where? On your sofa? Um, just as she got up, yeah. Just, just kind of like outside, but half in, just half see, out. Just, see, lo- just, lo- just loosened her shackles just, to just, try and leave. Just, so, just to see whether, you know, she can go on the porch so she can leave or she can stay in. Yeah. So so I've kind of like gone <laughs> gone all in and uh, she's gone to kind of like just give me a hug and a kiss on a cheek. Yeah. So I've got this awkward kind of like combo situation happening. You ended happening. up what, licking her cheek? No, I ended up kind of like more like just, just well, she calls it false kissing. Which I think's harsh. She has a forced kiss to her and then she kinda like smiled and then and then got on her bike that she's riding a little bicycle. On your bike, love, yeah. <laughs> just drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Saw her next night at Barla, didn't they? Came back for more, didn't she? Well, there you go, Mrs. Judah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mrs. Judah. Uh, hot or not romantic. No, you're damn right, damn right. Um, hot or not. Um, with the with the game tonight. So it was a uh, Wolves won, Manchester United won. Um Adama Traore, for me, had his best game in a Wolves shirt, but not only that, he performed well against one of the top sides in the Premier League, and I think we might be seeing something very special. This could be the game that could change not only the people's opinion of him, but maybe maybe Adama's opinion of himself 
bit of self-belief. What do you think, Tim? He's he's had a good season so far in terms of Europa League and, and pre-season. He did well as well. But obviously he needed to prove it against proper opposition. And even though Luke Shaw, is, is, you know, it's easy to poke fun at after he got completely done over by Diogo Jota last year, is is you know still a very good very good left back. I think he was Man United's player of the season last year, fan player of the season. It just shows. So um, yeah, he um, he tore him to shreds on a number of occasions. But it was more his, his attitude, and as I just said on the video, sorry to repeat myself, but you know the way that he he was more of a team team player. No one's watching both, right? They're watching one or listening to this one. Uh, I can think of one or two that might. But yeah. um, uh, he was he was he was a team player tonight. He's, he's not just thinking about himself and taking players on and and, and then he doesn't know what's going to happen at the end of it. Which is what we saw time and again last year. He would take players on and run down a cul-de-sac. Now he's he's completely gone the other way. He's looking at how to play in his teammates. He's he's managing his bursts of pace and his crossing's definitely improved. Definitely. A real, real positive, ballsy attitude, mm. and but sensible with it, yeah. and tracking back as well. So it wasn't just it wasn't just the the forward progress. I mean, I remember early on in in the second half, he he, he had three or four maniac players around him. And he kept the ball, shielded it away brilliantly, just gave it back to the defender in the end. But really, really good stuff. And that's, that's what, what I mean, he wants. He's, he's thinking about the team. Mm. It bows very well because. If Nuno can can get it to work, then he, he can be a right back that's got something that no other right back, uh, right wing back in the league can offer on either flank, with this unique pace of his and, and his strength as well. He's got so many attributes, and we've been saying it for twelve months now. If you can harness that talent and get the best out of him, you've got a hell of a player on your hands, and maybe that can now happen. I think he's benefiting from having a, a single position to to concentrate on, benefiting from having a full pre season with, with Nuno. And it's looking pretty good, looking pretty good. So finally, there's some competition at right wing back, which we which we haven't had since Doherty took the role. Absolutely, uh, Rui Patricio again has had a very good season. I think very good start to the season. He did have some issues last year. I think he'd probably be the first to admit that. But um, he started very very well, and that was a massive penalty save for the momentum and, and, and keeping this unbeaten start to the season going. Yeah, he, he told me in the summer that he's he's got room to improve and improvements to make, which is great to hear from a. Such an accomplished, uh, multi-trophy-winning Portuguese keeper, and I think you've seen you've seen it already. Like you say, very solid start to season. Saved four out of his last six penalties. Very strong hand to keep out Pogba's effort, and I think he'll really benefit from from the first season he's had in English football. More tests to come. You know, United won't really chuck it in the box like some teams will do. That'll be his real test. Uh, Burnley, for example, mm. will, will be one when they'll be, be be a bit more direct, and he's been a bit challenged more in the box. That's when we'll see. If he's improved from last year, because that was his weakness, really. He's kicking, still keeping it safe, not giving the ball away as much. So, yeah, I, I expect big things from him this season. Uh, a few people um, from not, uh, rather than hot, um, Doc was definitely not himself. Um, can you give us the latest on that? Obviously, taking off at half time for Traore. Uh, what's the situation? Uh, I, I didn't speak to Nuno afterwards, um, so I don't know, but he was. I was told he was feeling ill before the match and decided to play and obviously it's it's affected his performance and he's come off at half-time. Illness is, is what I'm told, but I think Nuno said that he's going to be okay. I think he expected to be so. to be okay tomorrow, maybe. So you would think, hopefully, he'll he'll, he'll travel to Turin. It'll come out one end or the other. And wow! 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 <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Ryan Bennett, I thought, had a tough night. Yes, he did. Yeah, maybe not helped by Doc, and 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 because a lot of the attacks were coming down that right hand side, of, you know, especially in that first half. But he, he did struggle a little bit. Yeah, I but thought. That, that's a key part. You're going to do that against Manchester United, though. Sometimes. Yeah, a key part of the success of Bennett is not letting him get isolated, really, where because he hasn't got blistering pace. So yeah, you're right with with Doc and and a few others around him. Nevis in front of him, not really on it. He was a bit more exposed. A couple of kind of rash decisions. Almost played in Martial for a goal just before half time, which which really could have killed the game off. So he got away with that one, and got better as the game went on. I thought mm, mm. Johnny, I uh, put in the in the not brackets, not his best game. What, no, do, just, what did you think? Just, just didn't really have much of any influence on the game, did he? Mm. And he's another one that's potentially vulnerable, you know, as well as Doxy. And this is great news mm. for the squad, really, mm. in terms of competition. Um, this is this is why I think Wolves' squad is, is better than last year. Not just the signings they've made, but but the guys that are going to improve from last season. And Johnny, just yeah, not not, not quite on it tonight. From certainly from an offensive point of view, 
Um, can, can we may you, see more of Vinagra soon. Can you see Vinagra and or Johnny being becoming the number one this season, and and the preferred option? Can see Vinagra becoming the one option, and or John and or um, Triori being the number one option at right wing back and left wing back this season. Uh, or do you think that I'd it, be surprised with Triori? I think Doherty's your all round wing back. He was exceptional last year. Such a key part to what they do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Triori's big test will, will be. Um, if you had to start against Chelsea at home in, in, in a couple of weeks, or if you had to start, if you had to start in Turin, yeah, if you had to start in Turin on Thursday mm. with Torino, who also play kind of three four three three five two variation, so that would be a huge test for him. So, jury's still out on Traore as a wing back in the long term. Mm. Certainly in an attacking sense, he looks like he's he's got it nailed down. Vinagra, I think, yeah, again, we need to see more of him. We need to see more of him against top class opposition before we can make that judgment. But he's got the potential, certainly. Raul be a little bit frustrated he hasn't made an impact in these first two games. I know he hit the post tonight um, with the header, but with such a good pre-season in Europa League that he hasn't, he'd, he'd like to get the back of the net sooner rather than later in the Premier League. Yeah, he hasn't really missed a sitter. He missed that good chance at Leicester. Don't recall him having a good chance tonight. I think he, I think he'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying that you yeah, know normally no. he's so integral to what to how well Wolves played, especially the second half of yeah. last season. Well, I don't think it's a confidence issue because he's got four in Europe. Mm. And, and Mexico Gold Cup not so long ago and he'll be absolutely fine I'd lo- I'm looking forward to seeing more of Catroni though as, as a different option Yeah, and it's it, interesting that Neto came on tonight you know we don't really know exactly what Nuno thinks of him and, and where he is in his first team plans but to come on against Man United shows a bit of confidence you know Gibbs White would have been maybe the more obvious yeah. one as a tried and trusted True. but he, he, he showed a bit of faith in him there by bringing him on in the last few minutes which suggests we're going to see more of him Give me some adjective to describe Ruben Neves's second girl, second half girl. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Not again. Baby. Can't do it again. Stunning. Yeah. Is it better than, well, you know, I, I love the fact that we've been back-to-back nights here and uh, we're, we're purring over two yeah. stunning goals. You said last time, goal of the season. Have we seen another goal of the season? Is it better than Jota's? We're doing more than perving. Yeah. <laughs> Trousers down. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Two games in a row. We're being spoiled. Mm. Somewhat rotten. Yes. Yes. Which was the better goal? I mean, both times awful defending. <laughs> and given time time to, to time to shoot. I think Jotters was more of an oh as in like like Oh my god, he's just scored unbelievable disbelief. Like, yeah. like, oh wow, that more, just more of like a wow, and Neves more like a ah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean though? Like, oh my god, Jota's just done that, and that's like a more of like a yeah. Jota's more like like a really successful one night stand, and it's like you know you got the surprise, and then and then oh, it's a flissing where you going with this. And then the Nevis one is more like a marriage proposal. I think it's more like oh my god, this is just amazing. Right, what do you like, prefer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was one of those I haven't done before, so <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it was um, the job to get you a vote then, does it? <laughs> you can't beat it, can <laughs> it's um, Nevis. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's not better it's just different so apparently he's okay right uh, he scored five goals in the Premier League and touched the ball three times in the penalty area yes which is just a ridiculous stat crazy uh, and I'm glad I'm glad um, I'm glad he did it because he didn't have a great game otherwise did he oh he's poor not his influential best but how great is that to have in your locker and a nicely worked goal as well from the short corner and the Matinho pass. That's such Obviously. a long way away. It's not even just on the edge of the box, was it? These these are 30, 35 yard shots. Well, it wasn't, was it? I mean, it was... It was 28. <laughs> it was 20, wasn't was it? Was it 20? It was just outside the box. Was it yeah. just outside? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little bit further out. I think he was in the D when he got the ball. Oh, uh, was he? Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable technique, though, to do that. And to do it consistently well. This is the other one that'll go to Rose Ed, but you don't mind, do you, when you produce moments like that? No, his, his precision is remarkable, really. Uh, that goal at Sheffield Wednesday away in the Championship was the best example mm. example of it. He just stroked it into the corner. Uh, we want to see more more of that from him this season. We want to see him have more of a licence to do those type of things yeah. and, and to spray the worldy passes that were, that were lacking a little bit last year. And mm. He did take a while to get going in the Premier League, so hopefully that gives him the, the confidence to kick on a bit. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's just, just just stunning goal. Um, but look, we're still waiting on tender hooks with VAR. Mm. Still waiting. You know, people are frustrating. They're frustrated. The crowd singing FVAR. Um, Andrew, Andrew Cesar's tweeted from ESPN tonight saying, uh, Wolves fans have generally disgraced themselves tonight and shown themselves to be small time, no matter what their club achieves, but chanting F-U-C-K-V-A-R after VAR awards a goal in their favour is next level. Who? That's exactly what I'm people. Who? Andrew Cesar. Who are you talking about? Who is uh, mainly covers Syria ab but follow football across all Europe. All right, well, before I slag him off too much, since we might be seeing him in Torino on Thursday. Um, <laughs> uh, what's he talking about? That's nonsense. I know, unbelievable. That's nonsense. 20 likes and 155 comments. Uh, I assume those are all from Wolves fans. Uh, Why is it small time saying you don't like VAR? It's just ridiculous. I mean, I think I think 90... I would say 90% of the people watching this have to understand that there has to be a change of rules here. Whether it's to be quicker, whether it's explaining it on the TV, whether it's just using it for clear and obvious mistakes, there can't be this big delay where no one knows what is going on, what is being checked. It just kills the yeah. moment. Yeah, totally. It's it's um, there, is, there are going to be teething problems. I mean, Germany have had this for a couple of years and they're starting to improve the system and the way it works but I think there are a couple of really quick and simple changes that they can make to this number one when they just when they when, when there's a stoppage and they're checking something mm. they can just say right checking offside okay yeah just put that on the screen so at least we know what they're talking about there because everyone else I mean we, we've got the benefit of um, TV screens yeah 30,000 people in the stadium haven't got a clue what's going on mm. they know that every goal is checked but they don't know why so it looked like a perfectly legitimate goal, yeah. didn't it? So, yeah. but if you said checking offside, at least they would have some idea. But I would go, I would go one step further, and I would just say stick every single replay that they are watching, which is what we see mm-hmm. uh, in the press box. Mm-hmm. Why is that not on the big screen? Yeah. Why is it not? Sure. I don't, I'd like to. I don't know the reason why, because this has been done in a truck um, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but even if it wasn't, they're not going to be influenced by what the fans are saying, right? No. It, so, so why, so why not show it on the screen? The fans can do what the hell they like. Yeah. The same decision. Is the referee's not going to be influenced because he's getting told what the decision is. Exactly. So. It's all there in black and white. Very simple, offside or not. Yeah. So why not show that on the screen mm-hmm. so that everyone else knows what's going on? And, did, and like, I mean, being, I didn't see the lines and what they were doing, but what was what was it over then it was his arm I think I think his arm was offside uh, come on man potentially uh, but they took a while I thought to, to sort it out you know they should be looking at it straight away while Nevers is still running to the south bank mm-hmm. and then transmit that information to the referee immediately yeah. before yeah. this stoppage which, which like I said did take a little while but does I, it look clear to you on, on the screen when, the, when they're using all the lines what's going on and that it's def- it was definitely onside did you, could you tell straight away I it's think it was more if the pass went forward or not as well right. um, I don't know it, it's, it's becoming it's becoming very technical I just and very see, bitty I just don't see the problem with being transparent and putting it on the screens and you're still going to come to the right decision but everybody knows what's happened sure it's the confusion that people can't stand and that's why you get people being frustrated and chatting FVAR mm. which they're well within the rights to do because that's two two in two two in two and it's going to happen more it's going to just keep happening more and more and as Nuno I said again after the Leicester game he said it again tonight it's just ruining ruining celebrations and people are going to think again before they lose their marbles absolutely which is what it's all about um, early Premier League table was 13th uh, played two points no, two, two good two, two, two good points no I'm looking at the points because they've, they've worked hard haven't they is what I'm saying is if they go and beat Burnley and they get five points from the first three games that is an excellent return from what they've gone through in pre-season and the Europa League if they can get up and up and away with five points in the first three oh, games is perfect. Up and away. And, do you like that movie? Beautiful. Up. You see that one no. with the balloons, no. the old man and the dog and the little uh, boy scout. I mean, it sounds great. Oh, mate, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Hang on, wow. old man, balloons, boy scout, dog. It does say it's got one of your searches on a night. That's a killer plot. plot oh, mate, it's there. unbelievable. Yeah, honestly, it good. yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. If you, if you're, if you're strange enough to watch Lion King at home on your own with no date <laughs> okay, um, okay. then you can go and buy up 
and enjoy it. And if you come back to me at the next podcast, because you can't do another one after that, <laughs> so you have to watch between now and next next Tuesday. Okay. If you come to me and you've watched it up and you haven't liked it, I will give you the money back myself. Okay. And I'll double it. Okay. I'll double it. Is it a kid's film? Yeah, but it's, it's a Disney film. It's fantastic. No, it's Pixar. It's Disney Pixar. It's absolutely fantastic. Okay. Can, Promise. Can you give me a rough plot other than uh, Balloon? House house goes up. Old man um, doesn't speak to a lot of people. Um, Boy Scout kind of brings him around. Um, he's being... He, house goes up with balloons, goes into another land, and they find a mate. They go on an amazing adventure together with Dog. What were they smoking when they came up with that plot? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic it's really good but you know like I said two points from two games um, against difficult opposition then you look at someone like like Fulham who've started theirs with with, with uh, played two lost two it's not great is it Fulham sorry I meant Villa <laughs> <laughs> right okay uh, but you know like I say you know it's Villa Newcastle Southampton Watford um, all struggling to get off the mark and looking look they look bang average don't they these, sort of these sides why didn't you wear your cow top Today, I thought you were doing that. I'm doing it in Turin. No, it was a Europa game and it didn't come out in top, so I'll be wearing it in Turin on Thursday. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Are you definitely? Yes. Okay. I right. shall be there. All right, I'll hold you to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, you're right. Excellent start. Navigated pre season really well. Mm. The squad looks in great shape to me. They're looking fine, fettle. Yeah, they and do. Two good results against two good teams. And if they beat Burnley, as you say, it'll be a great start. If they don't beat Burnley, then it's, the complexion is very different. That's just the case, isn't it? With I think it's season. an important game, Burnley, actually. But, um, yeah, with another tough game to follow at Everton away after that, before the international break, they need to get a win on the board before mm-hmm. before then. So Burnley's the ideal opportunity. Should we take some questions from the beautiful people of right. this land? All right, yes, do that, yes. Um, at King Wolf, should Cotroni and Neto have come on earlier together? No. No, I don't think so. Um, I like the way you did this last night as well when I haven't screened these questions you just give me one word answers um, Andrew Wenzel is never the filthiest player in Wolves history mm, mm. could be mm, do you think I, I never saw Peter Knowles play so Knowlesy <laughs> don't no don't no I could play no don't no what <laughs> Don't be smirched. I've seen, I've, I've, seen some, I've seen some of the footage. No, you haven't. Don't be smirched. One of the greatest players. Are you kidding me? Don't embarrass me. He's top draw. Knowles, what was his first name? Peter. Okay, decent. What era was he? Are you Googling? No. You are Googling. I'm not Googling at all. I'm looking at the living questions. What era was he? Um, like, why, why are you typing stuff if you're um, he was like He was like Here 60s. We, okay. Yeah, good Google. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Peter Knowles on his screen. There we go. Um, who else would there have been? Um, Peter Broadbent was quite the skill set. Oh, was he? In my Wolves lifetime, uh, I would say yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> Although Robbie Keane, Robbie Keane had his, had his moment. Really? Briefly. But yeah. it was his brief that one team. He was so brief. Your skills with a Z. Was he? That's all he did. Was he? Soccer AM skills. He would never pass. He would just used to do little pirouettes and flicks and tricks and constantly mm. unbelievable talent but infuriating at the times Soccer AM does anyone still watch Soccer AM is it good it no. used to be, I used to love it in the day I saw a thing the other day that it's gone down to an hour and a half now it starts at half ten it used to be three or four hours is not it it used to be nine till twelve didn't yeah it? now it's half ten till twelve I think oh really no good then I don't, um, I don't know about content let us know let us know what Soccer AM is like I mean, I better not speak ill of it. I might be working on there soon. Uh, <laughs> you wish. It was, uh, it was must-watch telly back It was. It was brilliant. Love, Joy, Love and Joy Chamberlain. and Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah. Love, I mean, that show's terrible. He does now. That's gone downhill as well. Sunday brunch. No, it's just I you should, getting on there. I should have better not look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Oh, goodness. Vargas 12. Uh, in training, do the players do passing at all, Tim? Neves, Cody, and even Moutinho were sloppy at times. I'm not an expert, but better address on the ball... Could give Wolves three points of the night. Great point, though. Oh, I'm pretty sorry. What did he say? I missed that. Oh, and you, what are you doing? Something about passing, was it? Yeah, he said that Neves, Cody and Moutinho were really poor yeah. at times passing. Um, did yeah, they, they practice on the training pitch? That was a pitch? massive problem in the first half. Just kept giving mm, the ball away. Yeah, why, why is that? Do you think that was just because of Man United were pressing them? Man United Maybe... were pressing. I thought Man United had a, had a good game plan, which worked well. Um, and once Wolves stepped up the intensity after the break, that's when they got back in it. Okay. What do you think of Dan James's uh, diving tonight? Mm, could have got sent off tonight. He gave Jota a little wrap on the ankle mm. slash boot. 
when he was on a booking looking to stay on the field. I think. Mm. A lot of people talking about this and frustrated. Can you and that injured star talk for half an hour about who would have taken the United penalty like those clowns on Sky? Uh, apparently, they just that's all they talked about all night uh, about Pogba slash Rashford. Although, to be fair, haven't Wolves got their own Pogba Rashford in, in Neves and, and, and Raul mm. for penalties, would you say? They, I mean, Solskjaer's saying that it's whoever feels good on the day, but you'd hope that both of your players would feel good at the time, so I don't know how that quite works out. Never has missed a couple in the, back, in the past. I mm. fancy Jimenez more, I think. Do you think Jimenez is the sole penalty taker? I don't know, but I would suspect so. Okay. Um, a few people asking about Torino. We'll come to that in a minute. Oh, um, yeah, I, it's, I know it's annoying. I know it's annoying. They want Wolves to be given credit, but it's, it's just the way it is because more people are watching that programme um, to hear about Man United than, sure. a, than about Wolves. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Alex Johnson, have we learned anything telling about the league from the first two games? Will it still be the top six and then a mini-league again? Some of the bottom half teams from last year look stronger this time around. Brighton, Burnley, plus Everton, Bournemouth, Leicester, etc. All better now. What, what have you um, learned from the early early signs that you've seen? Too early to tell. I think Chelsea's the one, really. Uh, who could drop off. Who, well, we've got to see more from them, haven't we? I think they've had a couple of decent performances in patches, but not got results yet. So if they don't get a move on quickly, you, you can see them their position being up for grabs in, in the top six, I think. But we haven't seen enough of Leicester, Everton yet either to see how they're going to flex their muscles and lots of new signings are bedding in as well. Mm-hmm. So still a bit early days for me. But w- w- Wolves look good for me for a top 10 finish, I will say that. Uh, a couple of people, Brizzle Wolf saying uh, Jota looks tired maybe. Mm, I don't think so. Um, I think a bit of an... Bit of a so-so night, but you can't you can't be the main player every single. Tired, tired's an easy exercise. It's very easy, yeah. Of course, yeah. I, I wouldn't have said tired. Um, a lot of people asking about Doc saying, "Is it is he fit? Do you think it's just the flu, or do you think it's a minor niggle? Do you feel that like he's not recovered from his earlier injury um, in preseason?" It was okay. He got ninety minutes at Leicester. He was flagging a little bit, a little bit at the end of that game, but. If it's illness, it's illness. Um, hopefully it'll be a count Thursday. Dr. Tutti is safe leaving. A lot of people Tutti asking frutti. this. Tutti Frutti, what a cutie. Take a Gino home with you. Blah, 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 blah. I'd be amazed. Oh, well, we did this on the last one. I'd, I'd be yeah, amazed. but people still asking the question. I'd be amazed if he left. Um, Liam Spicer, is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? It's white with black stripes. Is it? Okay, Yeah. fine. Um, Tom Green, does Adama 2.0 start ahead of a fit dock at right wing back? Not yet. But mm. potentially in the future. Not yet, though. Not yet. You can't forget what Doc did last season, and he's still the same player. No, absolutely. And and look, if you get Doc back to what it was last season, then goodness me, I'd take that, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people asking, so we're going to come we're gonna go on to the Turin team, I think, pretty soon. I'm just going to ask uh, a couple more questions. Let's have a look. Um, a lot of people just, just really... Impressed with Traore, John Rainwright should Adama start more games after recent performances. I think what it does, it well, he started at Punic if he turned up. It um, <laughs> it allows for a squad rotation, which if they progress in Europe, that means six six more games um, between September and December. Mm-hmm. You've got Carabao Cup, which starts at the end of September as well, which they'll want to progress in, you know, and give minutes to some fringe players, mm. people like Jordan, mm. who I went to watch. Yes, God, yesterday. <laughs> Bloody hell. Wow. It seems like a long time ago. Mm. Yesterday afternoon, mm. I went to watch Jordao and Shibani. Well, it's nice. It's nice that you, that you that you decided to turn up one time on your books head. You've been never been to, see been to an under-23 game. It's lovely to see you there. You've never been. It's incredible. So do, you wouldn't even know how to get to Telford. Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jordao, he did, he did well, actually. Did he? He started... Horrendously. Did he? The first 20 minutes, I was texting a couple of mates saying, oh my God. Okay, you can't tweet it, it's terrible. So you got to just no, no, slag him off. You've got to be behind his back and what's that? <laughs> and then when he does something good, oh, Jordan, great. You've got to be, I said he was off the pace in a tweet. You've got to be fair to the lad. Mm. And he was off the pace. <laughs> I mean, he was contributing nothing. He looked lightweight. Off the pace. <laughs> <laughs> he looked dreadful. And then all of a sudden, he, he got used to the pace of the game. Uh, found a bit of a role in the team in a sort of an attacking fielder in 10 role popping into the box had loads of chances he did really well got mm. good, good technique good footballer okay. good, good football brain Yeah. and Shibani looked alright as well direct mm. gangly sort of number 10 breaking forward 
direct, good close control. He's got something about him. Okay. He's played for Bayern Munich before, you know, Jordao in and around the Lazio squad last couple of years. We will be seeing these guys this season. You will. Carabao Cup based, or do you think do you think they could be um, you know, regular first team? Good, good attacking options. Mungi really? White has to be a bit, bit careful. Oh, really? they're, both, they're both sort of attacking midfield moulds mm. slash forwards. So, like I said, they come with great pedigree from Lazio Bayern Munich. You've got um, Rafael Niar as well from mm. PSG at centre-half. He had an OK game. So, yeah, get the under-23 football in them and then maybe we'll see them break towards the first team. This is what, this is what Nuno wants. But people rightly kind of say, oh, well, Wolves have got a tiny squad. Mm. These guys are counted as extra players. We yeah. just... We, they're just not in the conscious of Wolves fans yet because they haven't really seen them or know much about them. But they are they are the twenty first, twenty second players in this squad. Are you uh, not concerned at all now, or, or do you think it was the right decision to let uh, Costa and Cav go? Looking at the players that we've yeah, seen coming, right yeah, just it didn't fit in anymore. Mm. Didn't fit into three five two. Tasty Cav goal though. Very nice. nice. Yeah, he, he can do that, but he didn't do it last season, did he? So no. Okay, Nick Arnold, uh, no Vallejo or sorry, Vallejo. Or Kilbert on the bench again in the Premier League. Does Nuno see Saiz as the backup to the back three yeah. at the moment? Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, it allows for more attacking options on the bench. You had Vinagra, Gibbs, White, Traore, Neto, and Catroni on the bench tonight. Mm. A plethora of, of attacking options. Do you think there's room for? Well, I mean, there was tonight. Obviously, it's a stupid question, but of Neto and Gibbs White on that bench, you think if one person was going to be sacrificed, it'd be one of those two because they're both a little bit samey samey, or they could both do the same job. It's just about who. You you look you look at your team, you look at your eleven, and you need seven players who, who can cover every position. That's the way they look at it. It's mm. as simple as that, really. And size can cover centre half, so mm. and midfield. Yeah, uh, a couple more questions, then we'll have to move on. Dan Glover, why do people bring up Burnley struggling when they got into the Europa League? They were never a top half team and had a great season against the run of it. They showed the year before Europa League last season and again this season they are bottom half team. Yeah, I agree. It was a one-off season. Um, completely different club, completely different manager, completely different squad, completely different style of football, completely different mentality, mm-hmm. completely different budgets. Just just very, very different clubs. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just an easy thing to say, isn't it? The Burnley effect. But in reality, Burnley are nothing like Wolves. No. Uh, Mark at photo but I think they're very good and we should respect them when they come from you next week we should yes absolutely because <laughs> uh, you need to be letting to turf more uh, Mark at photo heathen uh, I wonder how much Nuno inspired the second half turnaround or if the lads mustered it themselves yeah I, I'm sure there was a, a bit of a Nuno hairdryer treatment at half time it was very there. frustrated yeah it's like concern there that it's two games in a row that they've been poor in the first half than they have in the second and mm. it's taken a bit of a Nuno rollick into to get them going, but uh, I don't see that being a long-term thing. No. Thank you very much for the questions, though. It was very good. Um, right, shall we, shall we release some, some details of our final podcast? This is 130, so um, we, shall be, we shall be coming to an end of, our, of, of a Judas Spears podcast. Uh, the podcast will be continuing um, after a little break, Ooh. but our, our last... Can't wait, can't wait to listen. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be straight in there with the questions. Uh, I'll be straight in there. And the abuse of the week. First question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one episode 131 will be um, the, our very last one together um, under the ENS uh, flagship. Um, we're going to do it Tuesday, next Tuesday. We're going to do it uh, live... From my house, um, we're going to do it on Facebook Live. So we're going to broadcast it to so all the people who have listened to us over the years, um, whether it was last week you first listened to us or you've been with us since since day one. Um, we want to give a little bit back, Tim, didn't we? We want to see our, our nice faces. We didn't have to want to charge anything. It's not going to be a beautiful um, production podcast, but it's going to be me and you. We're going to be doing it live. We're going to take all your questions live. Uh, so anyone, all the expats out there who can't get across and come in to see us, we will be doing it live for an hour plus 7pm next Tuesday night, which is August the 27. 27th at 7 o'clock. We'll put some tweets out in the next few days. Make sure you're there. Just go onto the Wolves Facebook page or the Express and Star Wolves' Facebook page. We will be sending the links out. You don't need to be on Facebook to do it. We'll give you the link. we turn up. Write your questions in, chat to us. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah, we thought we thought about what to do. Obviously, we've done, done a couple of live shows. We do all our podcasts in the bubble, the Express and Star bubble room. Mm-hmm. And we just thought, we can't just 
can't just do nothing. Can't just do nothing for the last one, can we? So we thought we'd want to do something. And yeah, was, so many people listen from overseas. So many people. Mm, and we love, so, we love those guys. Some of our and real reg- regulars. And they would never be able to make it over mm-hmm. to a show unless you're that guy who lived in Spain who came <laughs> over for the wrong week of the Second Life podcast. Um, so yeah, great chance for everyone to, to see us off. Yeah. For the last one. And uh, yeah, nice idea to it on Facebook. We'll tweet the links out. You can also go via the Expression Style website, right? Mm-hmm. On the night. Absolutely. So. It'll be live on the website, um, Facebook Live page, uh, we'll put all the different tweets out. We're going to call it Podcast Live The Last Supper, is what we are calling it. So, seven o'clock on the 27th. Of course, it's going to be downloadable as normal. So, you'll be able to listen to it regularly if you like to download the podcast. But if you've got a chance, and if you've got an hour spare at 7 o'clock next Tuesday night, which would be 2 p.m. Eastern time or, or 11 a.m. Pacific time in America, wherever you are, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love you to watch us. Just have a chat, interact, and um, hopefully we'll have, a, we'll have a final, a final, you know, decent hour, hour and a half. Yeah, we will, yeah. Yeah, lots of questions, that'd be good. It's not, not going to be a particularly different podcast. It's going to be fun, yeah, it's going to be normal. You'll be, able, you'll be able to watch us, we'll have a bit of a laugh, we'll reflect on some of our highlights and lowlights of the last last few years. And that's not that's just your hair colour. And it should be, should be a barrel of laughs. Barrel of laughs, yeah, absolutely. We'll have some, maybe have a look at some, some cracking abuse over the last few years, maybe. Yeah. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll have some memories. And well, we'll have plenty to talk about because we will have the Torino away leg, we'll have mm-hmm. the Burnley home game, and then we'll be looking ahead to the Burnley, the, the Torino home game. And uh, Everton as well, yeah, so it should be fun. Um, and let us know your favourite members of the podcast as well. Get in touch with us um, over the last few years. What's made you laugh? What's made you smile? What's made you cry? Horny. Oh, horny. <laughs> there you go. Classic. Right, let's move on to Torino then. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're off to Italy, baby. Uh, we were off Wednesday. Got a um, press conference Wednesday night at the Stadio. Yeah, Stadio uh, Olimpico, Grand Olimpico. Torino. Uh, and then you're, what, what are you trying to drag me to on Thursday? Uh, well, we haven't, we haven't discussed what we're doing yet. Okay. I, the, the, I'd like to go to the Juventus Stadium. Since, okay. As soon as... Since, uh, yeah, we can there. do that. Okay. They've got a museum. Yeah. I would like to see it. Yes. The Allianz Arena. Okay. Allianz Stadium. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll go there. While we're there. Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. We'll do that. We'll go for a nice bit of lunch somewhere. I'll, I'll book the restaurant, you sort the tour out. How's that? Okay, yeah, and I, w- I want to see the Torino monument as well. To, well, let's um, not go crazy. Superga Tragedy of 49. Right, okay. So, uh, But I haven't, I haven't looked that up yet. No. Well, you don't normally until five minutes before, to be fair, so <laughs> you're not really a planner, are you? Uh, well, we'll have, we'll have uh, action back a couple of days, so yeah, we'll get mm. there on the Wednesday. It's Nuno's press conference at the stadium on the Wednesday evening. Yeah. Thursday, a bit of sightseeing, and then the game is 9pm uh, local time. So is it? It'll be a late finish. Is it? Yeah. Right, okay. Another, another one who does his research here. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, as long as you turn up to the right stadium. It's oh, shut your mouth. So, yeah, late finish. Okay. Late finish, and then early start Friday when we when we've, we're make our way homeward. So, you, you shot me in the post-match video today. Um, I thought you were going one way and you went the other. Um, when we were discussing teams, now you you seem to think that a lot of these players who were coming on Catroni and Jordao, and you mentioned Adama and, and Ruben Vinagre and Morgan Gibbs Why? And I thought you were going to say follow up with will probably be involved on Thursday night, um, but you said may, maybe the Burnley game will probably go the same as full strength against Torino. I don't. I... It's, it's such a big game Thursday. I don't see how he can risk it by resting his tried and tested first eleven. Even with the home game more, to come, more from a defensive point of view, really. You okay. know, I know they were slightly shaky tonight, but you want to go there and keep a clean sheet, and then I think that'd be uh, that would be half the job done, really. If they were to keep a clean sheet, half the job done. Simple as that. Okay. And I think that's the mindset they'll take. Torino are hard to beat. They only lost seven games last year, albeit five at home, but mostly lost to the to the big boys. So they're, they're hard to beat. They'll mirror Wolves' formation. Um, vociferous home crowds. How many capacity? 30,000 capacity. Wolves take about 1,600. Mm. I'm sure they'll take a few more, though, as well. I think you'll, yeah, and I think you'll, you pinpoint the Burnley one as one where you can rotate it a bit more. I, I always look back to that Cardiff at home example last March where he brought in Traore, Vinagra, Saiz, and a couple of others. Mm-hmm. 
and they stormed it 2-0 with, with fresh legs and an attacking mindset. And I think he'll look to do that against Burnley on, on Sunday. Okay. I don't think you can risk going to Turin and resting players. Okay. I really don't. Is, think, it, is it resting that, now? Is, I mean, is, 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 is it, you know, I mean, argue, I can argue, you, argue the toss and say, you're not really resting someone if you play Vinagra instead of um, instead of Johnny. Or you play, you know, let's say Traore instead of Doherty at the moment. Are you, are you I, resting I, them? I don't think so. I think I think Traore and Vinagra are your attacking options. They're almost wingers. And you you want you want your tried and trust tried and trusted trusted Doherty and Johnny to go there and get a clean sheet. Okay, for me, I okay, it's too risky playing Troy or anything. Yeah, and Moutinho's played a lot of football recently, a lot of ninety minutes. Um... Yeah, international break coming up. Let's hope he gets a rest for that. I don't okay. know. we'll see what Portugal plan. Mm. But this is um, it's something to think about because tonight was the first of five games in fourteen days, five yeah. intense games. He's not going to play the same team every game, of course not. Out of those five, Burnley at home is 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 the easiest match on paper, unless they unless they um, get a decent win in Tur- in Turin, yeah, and then then they can maybe rest a few for the home leg. Mm. That'd be true. But they're not. They're not, yeah, but, but likely, they're not going to go. They're not going to be in like they were Punic three or four, are they? You never know. No, you, you never know. No, I guess you so. never know, dear. Mm. Wolves beat um, Everton three one yeah. last year. It could yeah. have been more. Yeah, and Ever- are Everton going to be yeah. weaker than than, than Torino? I don't. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. So you, it's not impossible. True. Yeah, yeah. Torino's season hasn't started yet as well. Would mm-hmm. would point out mm-hmm. first Serie A game is next weekend. So you never know if that would be Dreamland. Yeah, but in all likelihood, it's going to be a tight game. Mm-hmm. If they win it, great. If not. Clean sheet is what it's all about. Yeah, and an away goal will be huge. Away goal will be massive. Like I said, I think the Burnley one is, is the one you pinpoint. Key players for, for you on the night, on Thursday? Um, the wing-backs for me, very important. And Neves and Matino get getting a grip in midfield. Okay. I think you can always rely on Jota and Jimenez to do something special on the counter-attack. No worries about that. I fancy him to nick a goal. But you've got to keep it tight. You you, you don't want to lose that first leg. You really no. Um, so are you just so are you thinking that the likes of even though they haven't been on the bench tonight, Vallejo could you could see them conceivably coming in for for Burnley? I mean, I can't see Bolly or, uh, or Cody. I'm not sure not, really. Can, can, can those three centre halves play five games in fourteen days? Probably they can, but mm. it's going to take. Um, or would it be Sace? Are we saying that Sace is the the go to centre back option rather than Kilman and Vallejo? Kilman's at the Kilman's at the the back. Kilman's yeah. Carabao Cup at yeah. the moment. I think yeah. that's that's next time we'll see him and, and a couple of others. But yeah. Sace or Vallejo? It's it's a good question. We we, we don't really know. Do we? Mm. we don't know. So it's, it's hard to answer at this point. Okay. But both good options, and you've got to be a little bit careful. He's going to need some honesty from his players mm-hmm. as, as to whether they're. How fresh or fit they are. Mm. So you th- Backroom so staff recovery is going to be absolutely huge over the next week and a half. So you could see maybe Catroni and or Neto maybe starting against Burnley, but not on Thursday night. I'm not sure about Neto. I think you'd want that. That might be one way Jota or Jimenez gets an hour. Okay. And then hopefully the job's done and they, and they can rest them as soon as possible. Okay. Interesting it's though. It's tough though, isn't it? It is tough, but it, it's good. It's, you know, these questions are good. You know, it means that they're successful on the pitch, and this is what we want. You know, I think that's absolutely fine. These, these are the the decisions yeah. Nuno's got to make. And look, I mean, I'm trying to think today as well. Like since Nuno's come in, I mean, it's pretty much nailed everything. I think. I mean, everything. I'll say the one one error that he's probably that probably hasn't gone his way was that was that Watford was that Watford semi final. But everything else turns to gold. And you know, I'm sure he'll he'll call it. And I'm sure he'll get it right. Man's a genius. He's unbelievable, Man's isn't he? Really, you can't knock him. The work that he and his team do behind the scenes is is phenomenal. The attention to detail that they put in. This is why Wolves suffer so few injuries. It'd be interesting to see if he kind of if he has this this eleven that he picks for like the two Torino games and and Everton, or does he start to mix it up a bit? Do we see do we see Catrone? Um, Traore, mm. Vinagre, Saiz merge in a little bit, and it, and it, and, it, and he rotates. Yeah, I would doubt it because he doesn't he doesn't tend to rotate. Okay, but we'll see. Have we got any emails? Any emails? I uh, got one from Gareth Ratty. Boy, it's been a bit quiet on my end, but loving the potty. Feeling a bit sad due to your chemistry that you both have that just makes everything work. You're a bit oh. 
You're a bit like Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas in Basic Instinct. Who's who? Judah is Sharon. Tim is Michael. Um, anyway, he asks uh, something we can't That's talk about. That's not like that image. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be looking at that. Go <laughs> yeah. on for the picture, though. Um, uh, can't discuss that. The first one. Um, do you see the recent laws made to fit VR in the game getting revamped again before the end of the season? You think they might? I, I say no, but you oh, think that I they might, so. common sense-wise? So. I hope so. I hope they look at it. I hope they don't wait till the end of the season because it's going to be carnage. But all these managers and, and players and captains and, and, and you know top-notch journalists that went to these VR headquarters, they must have known what was coming if this was all explained to them and there was no one you know up in arms about it. Is it just more you put it into practice and these glaring errors come, you know, it's obviously isn't working? Or aspects aren't working because they're all told about it so why why are people frustrated why is anyone frustrated if he's been explained about this maybe they haven't been explained about it correctly because it's a change we've all got to get used to and everyone's got their opinion on how the game should be played and viewed mm. and if you're going to take if you're going to ruin things like goal celebrations then we might as well all go home yeah that's what the game's all about yeah. and Nuno's going to keep hammering that point I think or you're, you're, you're at more of an advantage watching at home on the box Looking at the lines, yeah. Then you are being in the stadium, and that's surely that surely that's, that's wrong. Exactly, you're yeah. more informed. Go back to my earlier point. I, th- I think that's an, an easy, quick tweak they can make. Every ground's got screens in it, right? Yeah. Or the vast majority have. Mm-hmm. So use the screens. Show mm-hmm. us what you're looking at. Absolutely. Um, right. Well, it is coming up to one a.m., and that means it's time for abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Security <laughs> left to box twenty. <laughs> and Billy Wright's done. Oh, these two douchebags. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, can't wait to abuse of the week when you've gone. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's abuse of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the one. Just the one, but it's a good one. It's my old... Just the one, the levelers. My old... What? The levelers, just the one. No. The levelers? No. The song? No. Just the one? No. Oh, it's a great song. Is it? Oh, please, come on. I thought you'd really appreciate that. I thought you'd really appreciate really? that old school reference. Just the one... I can't remember how it was. It was brilliant. Uh, I'm going to put it on now, just the one. Yeah, it's a brilliant song. Just skip the chorus, hang on. Oh, you go back, go back. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I can't work you out. Oh, what are you joking? I it's a great song. I can't work you the Levelers, out. just the one. Yeah. I bought it on CD a while ago. No idea what the band are like, but it was... CD it was a, a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. It would have been a while. How long were we talking? Got <laughs> it on cassette last well, week. Well, 15 years ago. Hell, when did man. it come out? What, what year? Uh, it just came to me. Just the one. People appreciate that listening to the podcast. To give, to get, get lost of glass and bring all this rubbish. Just the one. Levelers, that's a good reference to that. Yeah? Uh, I can't find it. Oh, 95. 95. 95, yeah. when you were 20. I was 15, you douchebag. <laughs> Just the one, anyway. Mm. From my old nemesis. Go on. Dave Clive. Oh, Dave Clive, back in. merely exists to... Troll send, you. Yeah, basically, yeah. He looked through his tweets. I've, I've reported this guy, tried to get him off Twitter. I've said no. I keep getting your emails. <laughs> give me the wrong email. Just go straight to me. Apparently, the vile nonsense he sends me is, is acceptable. Okay. To Twitter. So, stuck a tweet out defending Gibbs White last Thursday because mm. he gets a bit of stick on Twitter. Don't really know why. Yeah, and I defend him. Ha ha ha! Says Dave Clive scores a tap in against some part-time farmers. That was quite funny. <laughs> and now he's amazing. Please f off, Tim. Wow, you horrid little cretin. Wow, vile man. Vile hair, <laughs> vile journalist, <laughs> Dave Clive, quite the man. Vile man, vile hair, vile journalist. That's my new bio for my new job. That should be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do that. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, this guy's disgusting, by the way. I think he's the worst um, 
person I've never met. Who knew now? <laughs> Dave Clive. Dave Clive. Oh, thanks, Dave. I mean, I'm slightly concerned that when 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 you depart, that he might move on to someone else. He'll, well, I'm still going to be tweeting. He'll just carry on. He'll carry on with me. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be dumbed down though, aren't it? It's gonna be before Watershed. You are. You're not gonna be the same, are you? I don't. I don't know. Really. I would love you to do a big filth in your first first game back. Disgusting, dripping, watering, whatever you were describing it down there in the post-match video tonight. All right, challenge accepted. Oh, I like that. I love that. I love that. Excited. I enjoyed this. It's one o two. We better go, Bebs, before we get um, before we get Wait, locked on, in. Bebs. 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 Right. Bebs. Uh, we've got a flight to catch. Um, let's hope there's lots of Wolves fans on it so we're going to have a good chat. Um, it's Wolves 1, Manchester United 1. Enjoy the game. We'll see you soon. Uh, next Tuesday, 7pm, Tuesday 27th, Facebook Live. Me and Spears, The Last Supper. Take care. Bye-bye.